When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Private jet, seat 65, actually Molly, uh, the rugby league mole, he tweeted a picture of the inside of the plane. That's not it, is it? I don't, well, I don't know where he's got that Must from. Must be. Blairy will know. Well, Blairy, Blairy will know. It's They're, Blairy's plane. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I thought it was Uncle Kempy's plane after those $9 <laughs> shots. He hasn't told anybody about Blairy. Good morning, how are you? Yeah, morning. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Hey, Blairy, thanks a lot for getting up early this morning, mate, and join us. I know you would have already been on your 15K run and, and pumped some weights <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> mate, you pumped about the finals. The, the question I got, uh, they've been out of it for a while, Blairy. Like, what what, and how is it, um, why is it so important to have experience going into the finals? Oh, it's, it's it's a big it's a big game for for every team now, Kempe and especially the Warriors. I think the last time we were in there was 2018, and and you can kind of feel if you don't embrace those that that big game experience, or you don't embrace the the atmosphere, the media pressure, the outside noise, then you come to the game and you get a little bit flustered in it. So I think it's it's important to have guys like Sean around uh, and Adam and and Tohu and those boys through the middle of the park that have been in those situations that can calm calm the boys down but then keep them focused and I think the week's been I've been hanging around them for the last month and so just and I you can feel that the steely focus about those senior players and that older group and that leadership group that they they are focused they know that their their game their game style can beat any team if if they get a fair share of the ball and if they're in the right field position of, of, of the of the field but you're coming up against a quality penalty side that have been there and done that the last couple of years and going for a three pick which hasn't been done in a long time Blairy, great to have you on the show, mate, and uh, all the action live on Sky Sport, and you can catch it here as well on SCNZ. We appreciate your time, brother. Hey, you've been in the finals. You've been there. You've, you've done it. You, you've been on the good side. You've been on the, on the other side, mate. Talk us through your finals experience and how good is it? Yeah, I think the best one for me um, is, is much of the last one that I played in 2015 for the Broncos is when you go through your, your career, and mm. I was very lucky and fortunate that I got to play a few finals with the Melbourne Storm, and you know, you never think, you just when I was there, I just thought it was going to come every year, which it did, and I was really grateful and lucky for it. But you kind of take it for granted. So, so again, I, I leave that place. I go to the Tigers. You don't, you, don't, you don't get to play again. You finish around 26 when everyone's still playing. But those things you miss. So, so you come in 2015, I roll, roll back around, and... For me, that time was just about embracing everything. I think we went down nice and early. You know, we've done it a few different ways at a couple of different clubs where you, you've gone down and you've gone home but back and, and try to treat it as a normal game. It's, it's, it's not a normal game. It's, it's the biggest games mm. you know, of your careers where you have to play the best football that you ever can for, for one game, for two games, for three games and try and win that grand final. So you, you have to embrace. you have to embrace the pressure. You have to... Um, try not. You don't want to block the noise out because that's what it's all about. It, you've got to be out there, and you know you run out in front of fans. And I've run out and, and played against the Cowboys, and and that was a massive grand final. I've run out and played against Parramatta, and you know I look in the stands and it's yellow, and there's there's not much Melbourne Storm fans. But that's what you want to be a part of. You want to be mm. out there. You want to embrace it. You just got to go ahead first and go after it. Also, again, same as the first game and and in, in these finals is you've just got to put front load all your energy and go after this first game. Yeah, we're joined now by former 
a Kiwi legend of rugby league playing for Melbourne, Brisbane, and of course the Warriors, Adam Blair. Blair, when you're when you're listening to, I guess that noise, you're talking about the crowds, the players, and all that sort of stuff. But then you've got these two coaches that sort of know each other inside out, Webby and Ivan Cleary. Like, it's at Penrith. How much do you, um, I guess, do you put into the the, the coaches and the and their strategies and philosophies around the game? What does that play in this this game on Saturday night? Yeah, well, I think it's important that uh, obviously I think Andrew Webster wanted to play the Penrith Panthers. I think he's been there, uh, been there for a while and understands how they work. Um, I think from memory, I think he was their attacking coach. So he, he and I'm, I'm assuming he understands that they're still playing a similar style of football. Um, it's worked for them in the past, and he they'd mostly stay at it. Um, but I guess it's important that you know he has the confidence and he has the belief, and then he passes it down to to the players and, and I think he's done that all year for the Warriors is that they've come up with a game style that suits the group of players that they have but then they've put in the belief that the detail is the right detail and individually everyone knows what their job is so for, for, for a coach to go into the depth and detail and give them the understanding it gives the belief to the players and we've seen that play play out this year with the Warriors so um, you know they're going to be they won't be talking to each other the coaches but they'll be have that steel focus about hey we can go out there and get the job done and yes, no one's no one's predicting the Warriors to beat the Panthers, and and it, it, it's going to be a hard pass at, at at the stadium where they're going to go out out in Penrith because, you know, I, I think if I think about the crowd, there's a lot of Polynesian people out in, in Penrith anyway, so yeah. hopefully they jump on the bandwagon <laughs> of, of the Warriors. You know what I mean? So it might be a 50-50 share of, of fans. I know that all the diehard supporters in Sydney and Australia will try and do their part for for the Warriors, so it's going to be an outstanding game. There's a lot of belief, Adam. There's so much belief in that in that cauldron there at the Warriors headquarters. Uh, there is that little bit of doubt that potentially this might be a, a step too far at the moment, but we potentially could see them again. If you're going to beat the Penrith Panthers, where do the Warriors have to target? Is it a young Jack Cogger that has taken over from Jerome Luai? Oh, you've got to target their back five. And I think if you've watched the, the games this year and the way that rugby league's changed, your back fives play a key part in, yeah. in, in where you build momentum, eh? So you've got Brian Tall, you've got Tungle, you've got Dylan Edwards, who's underrated but just gets the work done. Um, you've got Crichton at the back there as well. If you can minimise their metres on, on kick returns, you don't allow um, Nathan Cleary to get into that good attacking position. The more times you can eliminate that, the better the worries are going to be. Anytime you don't take away those back five and you get... Nathan Cleary into an attacking field position. Damn, he, he's he's crafty. He knows what he does. He he gets people to point and they can play some footy. So the the, the key message for those boys is that, and, and I think they've been working on that this week, is to minimise their back five at, to the least amount of metres. Try and keep them in their half so that Nathan Cleary can't play the way he does. And in an, in an attack is, is yeah, test test Cogger out, send some numbers at him, mm. uh, make him tackle, make him make decisions. Uh, you go, we got big enough and strong enough. Uh, back rowers to actually do that, and, and that's your job as a back rower. Is just your halves give you the ball. You just run over the run over the smallest halves on the field, and that's 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 what your job is. Create momentum, and then on the back there, you got your Adam Fanua Blacks, your Tui Harrises, and your Wade Egan's crafty around the nine area, just putting them on the front foot. Adam Blair with us on SENZ at 13 past seven. Uh, Blairy, in terms of you know trying to stop that back five of Penrith, it's something that uh, Cronulla actually did very well against your old side Melbourne for a number of years. Uh, they negated the, the Billy Slaters and, uh, and those players by rather than kicking deep uh, for territory, they actually just kicked the ball out and then tried to box the scrum in. Uh, do you reckon that's something that maybe that the Warriors can use? 
Well, back then, it wasn't a seven tackle when you could kick the ball dead and stuff. So you had to get the whole team behind behind them. So it doesn't matter where you finish. If you kick it along, it was a still a normal set of six. But I guess there's tactics that they should be thinking of. Yeah, definitely. Um, but again, you, you you come under pressure if you, if you play a, a, a real game like that where you don't you take away the game style that you guys want to play. And if, you, if you're going to try and kick the ball out, then the whole point of the game is to try and keep the ball in play, and that's how they've been playing. The more ball, the more the ball's in the game, the better the Warriors, I think, have been playing. Yes, you're going to yeah. come up against a quality side that, that the Penrith Panthers enjoy that style of football as well. But, you know, if you're going to beat the best, you have to go after them. And, and whatever happens, you're going to play, end up playing the best teams in the competition. So this is what final football's all about. You've got to come up with little tactics, but then you've got to make sure that your game style and you believe in your game style. Kind yeah. of gives me the feeling of the, you know, coming into a World Cup 08, long time ago, long time ago, New Zealand, underdogs got smashed by by Aussies, and then, you know what I mean, you get the World Cup and you win it. They had no hope, no chance at all, but belief is, is a big thing in, in, in sports and in, in professional sports and athletes, and if they believe what, that they can win, they'll, they'll go out there and get the job done. Exactly, and that, and that's the that's the uh, icing on the cake, isn't it, Blair? You know, you don't worry about them. You just make sure that you're doing everything you, you can do to make sure that they're the ones worrying about you, not the other way around. Hey, just, just tell us, Blair, because a lot of people are talking about... Um, the three-peat. Penrith going for, for three premierships. They've got two under the belt. But you were down in Melbourne um, through those great years and, and through plenty of grand finals. How hard is it? Because people don't understand actually how hard it is year in, year out to go to the top of the premiership. Oh, mate, it, every game's a hard game uh, <laughs> because everyone's coming up. Every Everyone's coming up. It doesn't matter where you are on the table. And there's been some times when I was playing thinking, oh, yeah, you watch a team like, say, just for example, the Bulldogs play one week and, and they get smashed by a team and then they come up against you and then they put play their best game. And it's consistent pressure week in, week out. So you end up, you know, it, it's a long year because you're just getting bashed every single game and it's a hard one because that's what everyone wants to do. They want to beat the best team. They want to challenge themselves against the best team and, and that, that's that's what you get. But again, it, it actually gives you, um, you know, that steely focus as well or that battle hardened when you comes up against you know, up against big and when in big games, your defence, your structures, your your game plan holds up. And again, this is what Penrith have done for a long time, and they've got players in there. If you give them any sniff, you know, with their with their middles and their edges and their halves, they they they'll make the most of it. So, you know, although you know every team has been on their day, you've just got to turn up and believe that you can get the dub and get the win, and that's what the Warriors need to do. I'm back in the Warriors. I'm back in the Wars. Don't tell Monty I said that. Hey, um, mate, outside of the Warriors-Penrith game, Kempi and myself, maybe even Ricardo, uh, are predicting a smokier team that's on a bit of a heater at the moment, the Newcastle Knights, mate. What do you make yeah. of them? Oh, outstanding. Um, you know, and I much really watch more football than I ever have in my bloody whole life, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you, you, you watch them and you see them halfway through the year and, and mm. the club looking for a new coach and they're interviewing new coaches and, you know, his head's on the chopping block. They look a little bit unsettled. You know, Kalen Pong is getting knocked out. He, he's thinking about maybe retiring because he doesn't know if he's going to be able to do it. He moves into the, to the fullback position and then lights, lights them up. Um, they have just, I guess they've just believed in what they did. They've, they've really simplified their game. They've run hard. Their middles have worked hard for each other. And they've, they've got themselves on a nine-streak nine winning. Like, it's, mm. it's unbelievable. Like, they're the team that, you know, 
it is hard. Um, it's hard. It is hard to win a comp outside the eight. Um, but if you can, if there's one team that at the moment is going into this competition with, you know, into this new competition with form, it's the Knights. And you know, if they can keep Callum Pong on the field and they play the same style that they've been doing, gee, they're going to be a hard team to beat when you if you come up against them. That's for sure. Come on, the Knights. Hey, Blair, can can I ask a question? Like, fourteen in a row. The, the Storm have beaten the Broncos. Everyone's given um, Brisbane no-show against Melbourne because of that statistic. Can you tell us what it is between the two teams, why Mel- uh, Melbourne seemed to have the wood over Brisbane? Yeah, that's crazy, eh? Because I was well, I was at the Bronx too, and, and everyone said that, oh, you, you never... Um, you, a Storm have always beaten you at Suncorp, and you actually don't think about it till it starts coming up, and, and you, you sit back and you think, what a what it is as, as as a playing group but you don't give too much thought about it and I think the noise is from the outside Kempe. that's that's where the noise mm. comes from and then it kind of creeps into camp but again it's just I guess they I feel like it's that love-hate relationship you know Craig Bellamy was mm. back in there in the time and and through the origin period with Queensland and all that stuff and I remember there like we used to go up there just we used to play them just after origin and then our origin boys Cameron Smith and Billy Slade and Cooper Cronk would come back and you know they're good mates, but they want to beat each other. So they've they've built up this rivalry over the the last few years. You know the 06 Grand Final where, you know Broncos had pretty much the Queensland Origin team, and it's always been a bit like that. So I feel like the rivalry's been built up since 06. Craig Bellamy's built it up. I feel like they I don't know if hate's a bad a, a wrong word to use, but they love getting up against the Broncos because it's like they're, they're, little, they're the little brother and and Broncos are this powerhouse club, which mm. everyone knows they are. They just get up for it. And the Broncos boys are a complete different team. They are young, they're enthusiastic, they're athletic, they're mobile. So, um, you know, again, a, a tough challenge for, for the Broncos. You know, Melbourne Storm are a well-oiled machine. And, you know, although they they may go underneath the radar, but they, they know how to play big games. They've got big game players that can turn up. So they'll put those young fellas under under pressure. But the Broncos have, have showed that they can turn up. Um, I think if the, if the Storm take anything out of it, they look at that Canberra game when the Broncos lost. Canberra went up there and just went after them. And, and I think they got a bit of a shock, the young fellas. Adam, thanks very much for coming on this morning. Uh, obviously, straight out of the gym and off that 15k run that Kimpy mentioned. Um, what, what, what time does your coverage start on 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 Saturday? Uh, what time's the game? <laughs> <laughs> six, I think. <laughs> so you you and Mons at five to six. Is that the go? Yeah, yeah. So if the game's on at at, at six o'clock over here, we're on coverage at five thirty. Beautiful. Free show straight into straight into the to the game. Riding the wires home and uh, pumping their tyres right up. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, mate. you got the earbud in one ear, obviously, so you can listen to Kempe and Sammy Hewitt call it, call it on ECNZ as well. I eh? <laughs> might get on that private jet, brothers. Get them there. <laughs> get amongst, get amongst. Thanks very much. Adam Blair with us from Sky Sport. Uh, they have, of course, our live coverage as well of the game. Alcoa wheels lighter, brighter, stronger. Visit transpex.co.nz. Uh, bringing you all our NRL coverage. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. For still to come this hour, Isaac Boss to talk the Irish rugby team ahead of the Rugby World Cup. You're listening to Izzy and Kimpy for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the home of big brand vitamins at the lowest prices every day.